Hello and welcome back to Black or Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the second episode of Minx. This is our revoir. <laughs> our revoir. And now that I say it, it sounds so weird. Au revoir. Le double dong. Au revoir. There. See, when I'm not trying to think about it for too long, <laughs> I can say it right. Because I took a lot of years of French. This episode was once again directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg, written by Ellen R- Rappaport. I gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10. I thought it was particularly funny around the stigma of knowing your body, masturbation. I thought Bambi was adorable in this episode, and I like the jokes that that do populate from our more uh, less conservative folks. <laughs> that run minks juxtaposed against our titular character uh, Joyce who is consistently being reminded that she needs to actually be what she is fighting for (laughs) which is a woman this episode begins with Bambi who is trying to get her director to open up to the idea that there could be a reason why this particular porn star who has her tits out with a skirt up bent over a desk was late and that should be taken into consideration and not given punishment because she is focusing so much on that aspect of it she is a little lackluster when it comes to spanking said porn star which is needed for this particular shoot they have a discussion about it she and said porn star where they come up with a very elaborate story about why she was late though it still results in said form porn star bending over the desk with an apple in her mouth while licking said apple <laughs> ready to have a paddle on that ass swiggity swooty I'm coming for that booty. Joyce comes in rejuvenated. Can't wait to have everyone see the unveiling of the magazine cover that she has created regarding the long slong. However, they need to get it also funded by other other types of businesses that will feature minks or minx articles so to speak or no they need advertising there we go advertising for the minx magazine so that they can make profit from it got it it took me a minute to get that together (laughs) clearly (laughs) so doug has a lot of people set up that can can offer some funding which is what they need to keep minx going i despise that we still rather have to remind her of that but it's only episode two and it seems to only be 24 hours so i'll allow it because no one changes that quickly even if they can open their mind just a little bit to more but she's not so squeamish now when she's looking at those dick pics i love uh what is his name i'm always gonna glenn is that his name because I really love Glenn and I really love Shelly. <laughs> or it could be Richie, one or the other. 
no glenn is joyce's uh ex that is feeling like maybe he made a mistake to tina's surprise they or he invites the what did he uh what did he say the uh cover art or something to that effect he uh brought her the service model whatever you want to call it to these meetings the ornament the hood ornament there we go brings them there so that they can see that this is backed by a woman a very conservative woman that will be the voice of it but he knows how to speak to these clients however joyce is feeling a little bit like a sellout because she sees that these are all very exploitative types of male advertisers that they are courting and despite one taking the bite which means money for them she doesn't know if that's what they really should be speaking for because she has this agenda that she continues to push on everybody (laughs) i love bambi being like i'm here if you need me (laughs) she's so pro-feminist i love her so much but she's also kind of like you know i went all the way left but i feel as if joyce needs to get some of her energy so tina says that uh well doug is complaining to tina because tina thinks that maybe she is right about the type of people that they are time trying to bring in but doug says no this is what i know and that the kid is just setting herself up for disappointment and that she has he has their top guys on it which is uh two men who clearly don't know how to sell a vibrator at all to a woman what the fuck was that um the last one (laughs) so you know how they want to be strong right So unfortunately when tina and bambi both co-sign like i'm all about buying my vibrators i have several but this is not the way to get me to buy one <laughs> and tina says i feel like y'all are threatening me or or uh making negative commentary about about people who don't have one so it's the wrong message so he needs that feminine touch that joyce can bring to this whereas joyce needs to understand that when it comes to the business side of things that that homeboy doug renetti knows what he's doing she goes to the club the tennis club with shelly i love shelly so much <laughs> she's looking at the photos like oh i feel like i'm doing something naughty they are approached by don't ask me his name but he's a douchebag i knew as soon as i saw him and then he put his like he touched his hand all the way down her arm (laughs) everyone admired her for being such a great player and it's her sister shelly that reminds her that 
it is just not playing that goes on here there is also business and maybe you can find some advertising since you want these more square like upstanding businesses to be your advertisers but the lesson she learns is that just because they appear a certain way on the outside doesn't mean they're not that way on the inside <laughs> they're actually terrible people the porn or not porn sex trafficking industry is not billions of dollars uh profiting based on people who make minimum wage that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my and considering what happened to her and the reason why she left the club i was very surprised that she would even moralistically entertain the idea i get that she like that's where i'm lost in this because what are you willing you're like you're all not about compromising your morals so on and so forth and yet you were very readily willing to do so when it turned out that this squeaky clean was a better option then he's clearly openly i know what i'm selling and i know why i'm selling it folks like you're demonizing them but you're holding these people onto a pedestal but you know yourself that that is not accurate so i i found herself to be hypocritical in this moment by even having a conversation with him and coming back so excited of he's gonna meet with us at the club and this is a great opportunity he's got plenty of businesses like she became a capitalist in like 2.2 seconds and did not consider at all what her moral crusade was which you know i'm not saying that's not what she needs in her life but she also needs to be aware of it more otherwise she comes off like that unlikable person that she is sometimes where she's more self-righteous than she is pro-feminist by judging other women and their choices as well doug thinks it's hilarious that he wants to meet her male financer but he agrees to go he makes it a family affair bringing bambi uh richie and tina they show up <laughs> looking like they ready for uh studio 54 the side ass they was getting like oh give me that whole ass shrimp cocktail oh i want one too <laughs> i love that shelly is so defensive of her sister like she's got her back a hundred percent and she was holding down a fort on that table like what did i tell you i like that dress is cute but you ain't sitting here you're not sitting here but unfortunately their ta table is taken away <laughs> by the coopers to her dismay so they are left standing while doug is introduced to her her uh, possible candidate he completely dismisses her from the conversation doesn't even listen or acknowledge to anything she has to say another thing she was willing to sacrifice in that moment like you're not gonna allow me to have a voice and you see that he's looking over her at her like uh this is what you should have expected they close on the deal 
and uh when she stalks and finds doug to ask how it went he's excited to announce yeah she uh, or he he wants to go ahead and invest and she's so happy but also he wants bambi to go to come to her come to his room to seal the deal and she's like what no he would never which is another thing that i don't understand but i guess you're saying you could block it out but who are you lying to but yourself and uh, he gives her proof like look this is the place he wants her sent to for a sexual encounter with her in order to get the funding that you need to support your dream like i'm gonna default to you if that's something you want to do but you know that's not something i would want to shake on and she gets pissed off and decides to confront him in front of everybody and while this was a nice moment in itself because he deserved it all of it being called out in front of everyone like oh i'm sorry you're not the type of person that has women sent to your private room to close a deal (laughs) uh her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend glenn is there and glenn is seen a younger woman so young that his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend used to babysit her is the fact that you see me as a kid related to why you don't see me as a potential lover they are clearly going to get back together because he loved her the way she was and lord knows she was not lovable then so any any improvement (laughs) is really a win for him but he he appreciates a woman standing up for herself calling out a piece of shit and saying look this guy sexually assaulted me when i was a playing here as a teenager and that is why i have not been here anymore and i know i'm not ever going to be welcomed back here but you're a piece of shit so she punches him and then he starts to choke and nobody is able to do anything including <laughs> including joyce everybody just stands and watches but the blonde quote-unquote dumbo in the room is able to give him the heimlich and saves his life even though um i don't know about crushing those ribs bruh this ain't cpr (laughs) but i suppose no it's not it's not cpr but yeah she was told what he said about her so that's why she gave it a little extra oomph like i'm better than you despite how much you think you're better than me i like that better than all of y'all because y'all was just gonna let this man die and then we have a conversation between well one there's another conversation between doug and joyce where he's like look you didn't think i was excited about this you don't think i want these more you know (laughs) above board type of people we get we'll get there baby steps you're trying to take leaps when sometimes you have it takes time and that's very very true i mean that's even true now it's a lot of people are like that it's like i i comprehend the the uh the frustration there but think about your ancestors and your ancestors before then and then put 
put yourself in perspective okay <laughs> and let, i mean it's not it's definitely definitely not ideal by any means but it sure as shit ain't as bad as it used to be and that is something maybe not mean the world and not everything but it is something and i'm not talking about just an individual level either and thus he tells her look we can work together and i need a favor i need you to take care of the marketing for these dildos which leads to the conversation with shelly who tells her that you do know someone who uses a vibrator because she seems to think it's only certain type of women and she admits that yeah i need to i can't reach an orgasm with a man i need the vibrator to help me out <laughs> uh, but you know you are a little nervous about it and you know she talks about the shame she felt and going downtown with a wig and glasses to the doctor to make sure nothing was wrong with her and the guilt and the shame when truly it was just she didn't know her body and your body everybody can't do the same thing with their body some people do things with their body i've seen and i'm like ooh, that's not mm -mm." but whatever floats your boat and she takes this moment was that at her sister's house i hope that was not at her sister's house i don't know why i feel like it would be weird if it was still at her sister's house but i feel like it was but it could have been in her apartment and decides that she's gonna use the the vibrator to figure out what it's all about so that she can give a personal experience to what she's trying to promote and uh she finally understands what she's been missing so yeah i thought it was a really good episode i enjoyed myself it was like 38 minutes or so and so it really went fast so that tells me i'm enjoying myself and i look forward to the next episode if you want to see feedback for minx blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black magic